0: Listen here, see? It's time for Guns, Dames, Cigarettes. Since apparently we're just releasing Skype videos to the internet. Without
1: without your permission.
0: Without my permission. Only if there's farts that you react to. Come on. (laughs) Worth it. No, I'm proud of my reaction. We're good. (laughs) It's the correct reaction.
1: Welcome to Gun the Danes uh, Cigarettes
0: Cigarettes We are the d- dumbest
1: film noir podcast, guaranteed
0: Yeah, you're probably not going to learn a whole lot But if you haven't seen the movie we're going to talk about, we're going to spoil the fuck out of it Yeah Which is there nice you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, we are talking about Ministry of Fear this time around um, I had not seen it before, you hadn't either
0: I had not seen it. Uh, it wasn't really even on my radar, which is kind of amazing. I, I like Fritz Lang. Uh, I like some of the people in the movie. And yeah, I don't. I can't tell you why it wasn't on my radar. It just kind of slipped. I, I, maybe I looked at the title and was like, eh, it seems kind of serious. Maybe just... not so
1: much the uh, what you were expecting. You would lump in with the the film noir. No,
0: no, definitely not. I think it's a it's a heavy title. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was something about it that just never struck me. When I've seen the name, knew nothing about it. Uh Um, Very happy you picked it.
1: You're welcome.
0: Yeah. uh, Seriously, it was a it was a very nice surprise. It was.
1: uh, Yeah. Without going into anything review wise, I liked it a lot too. So yay. Uh, So I have a. I have a synopsis uh, The film tells a story of a man just released from a mental asylum who finds himself caught up in an international spy ring And pursued by foreign agents after inadvertently receiving something they want aka cake
0: Yeah, it's all about the cake. Yeah,
1: I think uh, yeah, I think cake problems would have been a good alternate title for this movie
0: <laughs> There was <laughs> there has to have been an old comedy called cake trouble. Back in like about, the 30s, it twice. could have been
1: like, could have been like the cake mistake. Oh, huh?
0: I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. like if the Literally. three
1: stooges had re- redone this somehow. <laughs> like the cake mistake.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, it had like a file in it to like break Curly out of jail.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh I the stooges
0: with Curly went to jail finally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: the the, the the rare one would actually get caught by the police. That's right, and yeah.
1: I poke too many.
0: <laughs> but this, uh, but this movie has uh, Ray Milland uh, mm-hmm. as the star, who who I've always liked. Um, uh, Ray Ray Milland's been in uh, uh many good movies. Uh, were you familiar with with him, or was uh, he kind a, of
1: a little bit? who uh, was. What, she was in a Hitchcock movie. No, was he in a Hitchcock yeah. movie? He's in Dialing for Murder. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's in a fantastic movie called The Lost Weekend. Uh, where he plays uh, uh, like an alcoholic, who goes on like a bender. Is it comedy? I assume. Oh, it is one of the most unfunny movies, <laughs> like yeah. ever made. It's really good, and he's really good in it. He's like uh, exceptional. I think he might have won an award for that, if I recall. But um, but no, he's one of those guys. He's just kind of uh, he seemed kind of likable. Yeah, he, I think he was good in this. Uh, yeah, he definitely plays. He plays well as the kind of like pissed off, sassy guy. Like,
1: <laughs> I, well, this one he seems he was pretty. I think he was pretty suave considering the circumstances surrounding. Sure, his life. So yeah, it starts off. He's uh, got some uh, a, a great shot right off the bat. I thought it's old,
0: opening credits over just a clock
1: because he's waiting mm-hmm. uh, until what noon I think to get out of the. Uh, the insane asylum he's been in. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't but, uh, tell
0: you like that second it's an asylum, but yes. Right.
1: He's just in a room, and then someone comes in, and um. Mm-hmm. But I like the shot of the uh, his. I'm assuming his his doctor. The nice silhouette again. Like oh, kind of next to uh, Ray Milland. With, with Yeah. Yeah. Pipe. Well,
0: Fritz Lang. So I don't know how many Fritz Lang movies you've seen, ah, uh, but he certainly had a style. Um. So the, the the use of shadows, I mean you know, we've talked about it in probably this podcast, I don't know, lots of podcasts. Uh, <laughs> about both <Yes>. of us. <laughs> both of us are a sucker for for a good shadow. Um and uh you know that's used I think to, to good effect in this movie.
1: Actually going to Fritz Lang's filmography so I can
0: browse through as we well, speak. Well you know Metropolis, I'm sure. I mean yes, that's I cool do. one. Uh he did M which is M's in my top five favorite movies of all time um you know it's not certainly not film noir but you know if we start another podcast just for anything else we could do it <laughs> um <laughs> he did um the testament of dr mabuse which is a a good movie um I'm trying to see if there's anything did we do anything by fritz lang i don't know if we have i don't know if we have either he did the big heat um mm. Which I've is a seen great
1: that. like that. I always yep. seen them. I when I put it on our list to do, possibly Hangman also die someday. I'm gonna. I am to yep. i have not seen it, but I'm interested in seeing it.
0: So he and he had, you know, he certainly had a look to to his films. Um, so this one right off the bat's very, you know, has that Fritz kind of style. Yeah. Um. So oh, yeah. yeah. So we've so seen. Having... seen oh, Vulcan,
1: right. Vulcan, Vulcan and,
0: Flimmern Oh, what about civil Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen that. Okay. I don't know. I just. Ah, <laughs> nine yeah, Yes, I've know. seen that. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, so he he gets out of um, out of the place.
1: He's happy to go, and he wants to go to London. So it takes place during during the like, the, the, peak of during London the being bombed. Yeah. yeah. By well, this
0: well, the movie's from '44, so I mean, all fresh, right? The war's, the war's still the war still happening. I don't yeah. know how much I don't I don't know enough about my timing to know if London was still being bombed regularly. But um, but yeah, I mean, shit, this was a bit kind of a hidden home.
1: Yeah. And I think it was I not find it funny, but interesting that and I'm sure this is probably the case in reality, how pretty much everyone's just very casual about the whole thing.
0: Oh, for, for when they have yeah, to hide. The, so or everything or
1: just oh just every part of it, you know, they. Cause he, um, and we're skipping ahead a little bit. But he gets in the train and the guy's just like, make sure that you keep the, uh, the light dimmers closed, you know, for the bombings and hope hope you don't get bombed. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Everything is, yeah, uh, when they do go into the subway later, you're just like, yep. Oh, another I, air think raid. It,
0: I think, yeah, I think it became, uh, just the right as we're living right now through the coronavirus COVID-19, I think it's like you hear a lot about the new normal. And I think that was kind of probably part of it for them. Yes. Maybe. I was actually,
1: after I watched the movie, I'm like, people now are pissed off that they can't go to Chili's or get their hair cut. But... Oh, I know. Oh, oh. What you, then you think about these people who, like, on a daily basis could die if they didn't make it to the subway in time to sleep all night on, like, the super hot subway to to avoid or, being bombed.
0: Or if they lived in the U.S. and had rations. Like, what do you mean I only get so much cheese every two weeks?
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> People, they would have been down there, just like I want to speak to your manager. I need Fine. a pound and a half of cheese.
1: Use my card for you know for to make airplanes and whatever else you need.
0: Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you mean I'm putting on a mask to save lives? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so, uh, um, so yeah, so he so he gets released, and it, the camera pans over the name of the asylum. I don't remember it, but clearly a mental institution. I think it was the, uh, the the kook House is what it was. The kook House, yeah. <laughs> the London Bat Shittery. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he so he's uh, he's on his way somewhere. Does, uh, does he well, he's, say where?
1: He's going to he's go to London. He's going. He's going to the train station to get his ticket, and he sees uh, behind him there's a big like charitable event for the war effort, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, what is it called, though? There's a name to it. And I was like, my God, I don't think I've ever actually heard the name. I've yeah. read it in old books. The organization? No, the name of what this thing is. It's like, um, is it a FET or Let's something
1: see. like that? Oh, yeah, a village. I'm a, yeah, FET. It's a F-E-T-E, but there's some kind of symbol over the...
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but it's kind of like a carnival. Yeah, it's a tr- obviously it's full walled, so there's no rides.
1: In Britain, it's a traditional pub public festival held outdoors, organized to raise funds for charity. That's, yeah, That's entertainment fun. and sale of goods and refreshments.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like I guess what you'd see in like a town square, like if you were yeah. doing like a like a drive for yeah. something.
1: And this is by it's by the Mothers of Free Nations Charity. who's running the show yeah. here, and so well the,
0: well, the 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 guy at the train tells him to go.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, can you watch my stuff? Yeah, leave it on the bench. Oh, thanks. 1944. I guess so. Safe back then to do that. But here yep. he goes, and um, he waits five minutes. He can pay half price, and he's like, fuck you. I'm paying full price. That's right. Oh, wait, that was, well, that was the version I saw, and he actually puts the money in her mouth against her will. <laughs> the, the
0: Criterion X version? Yeah. Yes. yes.
1: I did. I did have the. Uh, I also had the Criterion versions. I watched that one. Sure, nice. I'm sure, we watched the same version. It's a great print. in your hands and arms in mayonnaise over there. I see you. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm adding a little lotion. I'm very dry. Oh, little hellmans on the elbows.
0: <laughs> you know, I like to be tasty. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so, so yeah. So he gets in there, and he's almost immediately put upon with that with that cake, where they're they're having a a contest. You guess the weight of the cake. And whoever comes close and will win it. Yep. Um,
1: Now, what if someone else had, I know it comes into play, but what if someone else, I'm wondering, curious if anyone else had guessed it exactly.
0: Yeah, well,
1: I think. it too absurd? The actual weight was too absurd, maybe, for anyone to guess?
0: I don't think so. It didn't seem that far off. It wasn't like eight pounds or something crazy. It ended up being like 4.12 kilograms or something.
1: Oh no! It was actually this is the only fact I found about this. That it was it was, pound, it was four pounds fifteen and a half ounces. But that this is uh, at this time in England, they were not in the metric system, so the use of pounds and ounces was correct. Interesting. Yeah, All right. I, so I, I just assumed that everyone else always used metric, and I did US too. Ever did. Yeah.
0: We get mocked for it enough. I figured it's been forever. <laughs> <laughs> so six,
1: sixty some odd years.
0: So it's not crazy, though, because I think he guesses like three and a half or something like that. He's not like it's not like he's guessing like one and it's really nine. It's not crazy. But I think the way I understood it was it's whoever comes closest to it. So to get it exact, since there seems to be about seven people here, um, is probably going to be unlikely.
1: Right. And everyone's Uh, very interested. They want to know his when he uh, guesses it. Right.
0: Right, now now looking back at the movie after seeing it and knowing what the cake is and knowing what knowing what ends up happening, of course, looking back at this whole scene, when he does finally end up winning it, and we'll get there in a moment, but when he does finally end up winning it, everyone stares at him like oh, yeah. but like very suspiciously. Do you think they're all in on it?
1: I think so, if they're all like really but wouldn't they wouldn't they,
0: but wouldn't they all just kind of like nod and smile politely like yeah, we know?
1: But well maybe just because they were expecting someone else. Oh, uh,
0: maybe. Now you think then they would just fucking kill him right there in the
1: movie. But, we, but because of what we find out happens later in the movie, I mean, it makes sense that they would look at him suspiciously.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll buy that. Think, all right, but... so so he does, he does the cake uh, contest He put this price in and then that woman immediately is like oh my god you have to go see this spiritualist
1: yes the palm uh, reader
0: palm reader and what was her name it was uh, Belland. oh they yeah so we think yes Miss... Mrs. is um who is just unpleasant
1: <laughs> yeah she is uh is that She's... Right, she... let's see Oh, she's... Because she says... She starts off by saying, like, I, I can't tell you your future because it's, like, against the law, which is just a weird thing to say. But yeah. she gets mad at him, like, when something about, like, his... He says he's, like, you know, he's not married anymore, and I'm married, and she gets mad at him.
0: Yeah. I didn't, it was weird. It was very strange. Yeah. And he's actually kind of lightheartedly going along with it. Like, oh, wacky.
1: Right, right. And then, I so... But,
0: he's happy to be out of the mental institute. Yeah, the
1: same people. So, yeah, yeah but... You know, so, she... It, does start reading his palm and getting to his past. He's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that because they keep, well, up, they allude a couple of <laughs> times to what happened with his, what his right. wife is now dead wife. Right. And he
0: was partially responsible for.
1: Right. But so he says to tell me my future and that's apparently code for, you know, starting this, this is what starts the whole chain of events.
0: There's like a line. It's uh, I'm going to paraphrase it. Cause I don't recall the whole line, but it's something like, I don't want to talk about the past. Let's talk about the future. Yeah. Uh, and that's the trigger which is again it's a little conflict that part's a little convoluted i mean it could have just been <clears throat> asparagus and that would have been just as easy right. um, that's okay
1: but uh so yeah he gets instructions to guess the correct the exact cake weight. so he goes back over and he does it
0: he seems delighted like she's fine she's just being nice
1: yeah, yeah he does he's, he has no idea
0: I, like, okay, here i'll let you win the cake that's yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because even after he he wins it, and he walks away, she looks out and he like waves like a friendly wave, like "Hey, look at yeah. it! I got the cake!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, he goes out and, and names it, and uh, I mean, the woman that has the cake is just like, "Yep, that's it. Here you go." Yes,
1: and yeah, no one else questions it. So
0: um, he's it's going made to with, even here with eggs too, by the way. Got that? Oh, because that's why it's lighter. It's, it's been eggs, right? A of times that is made with yeah. eggs. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure eggs must have been rationed. Maybe yeah. Place.
0: It's just looking at it from today, it's a little funny to be yeah. like the selling okay. point of this cake is it's made with eggs. Yeah.
1: What else? I guess we'll, we don't know what else will be made with instead. So <laughs> that's true. It was normally it was, made be a lot worse. It was normally made with barley. Yeah. Just
0: like, <laughs> yeah. Horse shit. Literally, it's horse shit on this cake. <laughs> so so he gets the cake, and then that that car pulls up. Yeah. Outside the, the gate, rush, in the bushes in there, then yeah, who uh, he beelines right for the for the psychic? Yes, which is and like they, I, this guy th- So that's the thing, right? So the the guy who wins, Ray Milan wins the cake, and everyone's staring at him like he has three heads. This other guy's like raising like a lunatic, just right for, right for the like. There's no yeah. chill. This guy has no chill whatsoever. Right. He just like as he goes run into the tents, you know. <laughs> I like, everyone look at me! Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love it, because then he comes out with her. And he doesn't look happy. No, but, but... Why would they he, just stop him? But I mean, I know it... gives a little wave. Yeah, yeah,
1: hey! <laughs> they, they could have, like, forcefully taken the cake back from they him. They could have just killed him. If they
0: were all in on it. They yeah. could have just killed him, put him in a tent, and no one ever found him.
1: And it looks like they were shutting down anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, that part is a little... You have to suspend disbelief. Oh, uh, hang
1: on a second. Two in a row.
0: Oh, did you get that one? <laughs> that was that was very unpleasant. Hey, all right. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. And then the, he leaves, anyways, and they stop him. Like, oh, excuse me, you have the the wrong weight. I was yes. incorrect. The right weight is actually 3.8 in the closest wins. And he's like, well, actually. Yeah, he gets closer anyways. He gets closer to begin with his first try. So he was yes. like, well, right, taking my cake. Yeah, fuck off, everyone. Uh, hey, take the cake le- back. Yeah, he just leaves, goes to the train. Like, motherfuckers want a cake? All right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so he gets on there, and that's no problem. Yeah, he's get, apparently, he thinks he has the, a card to himself.
0: Anyways. that's what it seems like yeah but <laughs> then you just hear that noise
1: well this it was good because it was like fake it was a fake thrill or fake suspense mm. but even that shot when uh it's a blind man who gets on there or so we think a blind man yeah. that was a good shot too Of like there was smoke or steam from the train and he's kind of silhouetted
0: yep and then and it's, that, you know this is
1: innocent old blind man
0: scraping the tap of the cane and yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But it, so I found that it was it made me laugh a little bit this this whole scene because I thought at first I oh, was just a blind guy share a car with him and so Stephen Stephen's his name Ray Malin's oh, character and he's like oh I have this cake you want some and he's like yeah fuck yeah I think he said fuck yeah did he say fuck yeah
0: <laughs> he did in that version yes yeah because <laughs> yeah.
1: because when he's when Ray goes there, sh- the
0: he actually just goes shit I love cake like <laughs> that like that and yeah.
1: Stephen goes to cut it then we see he's not blind <laughs> I, goes, I love that yeah because
0: he can't see him. Yeah, because he's busy, but we can see his eyes shifting around, like he's yes. staring, which is great. That's a, what a great, uh, a great way to kind of uh, expose it to the audience with like a wink, wink.
1: Yeah. Now, do you think this guy was with the fair people, or was he someone else?
0: No, he was a uh, he's a Nazi. What well, the hell, Nazis? I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. Like the woman with the cake, right? Yeah. The woman who actually gave him the cake. I don't know if she was actually a Nazi or if she's Helping out, I think, because the Nazis have infiltrated this group. Therefore, were they all? You don't infiltrate it if if she, everyone's the same. There's no She, she wanted
1: there. to get the cake back too. That's yeah, the but, thing.
0: that's true. And I don't the know. Guy,
1: the other guy who comes, to the one who's supposed to get it, we know he's with them eventually. So
0: yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That part is a little vague. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but the I, blind
1: guy eventually. I like, love yeah, this... He gives him a piece, and he's just, like, feeling it. He's crumbling it. Yeah, Stephen's like, oh, that's weird. What do you think's just... in there? It's, like, black dots. think there's raisins in there? <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to know.
0: He's got, maybe he's got a, a this 1944 spice chunk. Maybe, like, pencil tips? <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, he, well, he did, first off, he gives the blind guy a huge piece. He takes, like, this little nice little sliver. Yeah. And the blind guy is just crumbling it. And I love it, because you can see when the camera... It's kind of a, a longer shot, you get to see a pile of crumbs at his feet. <laughs> um, it he, Stephen's
1: like, Oh, whatever. He's like, okay. Again,
0: though, no, there's no chill about it. The guy's just clearly just fucking with the cake and not eating it.
1: Yeah, he also mentions that you can tell it's made with eggs, <laughs> he, he does
0: because it's light, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's supposedly good cake. I think Ramelan likes the cake. Uh, I, I was look- wondering because I knew nothing about this movie, so I'm we're going. Like, well, it's not poison then. What the fuck's in this cake? There's something in the cake. Like, something the hidden in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, I got it in my head that there was gonna be like a bomb in the cake. I, I don't know why. I just yeah. assumed it'd be a bomb. Yeah. And I'm like, are they gonna eat, like chomp through to a bomb?
1: What if there was a very small stripper in there waiting to pop out?
0: Oh, like a like a dwarf. Oh, like a like a pixie. Oh, a yeah, oh, dwarf would
1: have been great. The... Though, but it in, they were actually cooked into it, so they're just like help
0: oh, oh, oh no oh like a, like a dying pixie stripper maybe yeah well, That's kind of bleak for even 1944.
1: <laughs> yeah i guess but it's yeah. during the war so anything goes
0: it's true but so someone mandy uh, warhol movie or something dying pixie it, stripper <laughs> in a cake <laughs> in a cake <laughs> but so the, the,
1: the bombs start coming and that stops the train
0: yeah which is i i like the scene a lot um oh because they're, they're
1: trying to they're' trying to figure out why they're bombing there in some factory that
0: Make, mun- like the munitions factory? Yeah. Um, but no, I just I liked the the kind of lay- the layout, the set, I guess, uh, is what I'm going for, and the way they did the backdrops in this whole shot. I thought it was pretty cool. But also it's set. I mean, I think you had the idea that it was during World War II, but I didn't realize it was like, oh, shit, it's during World War II. Like, <laughs> Literally, yes. Like <laughs> bombs are coming close. Yes. And um, that he's actually in danger on this train. Yes, and all he
1: does. Like, I guess you can't really do much. He's like peeking out because he wants to watch the bombing, and that's yeah. when uh, the blind guy cold cocks him with his his shillelagh.
0: Oh, he knocks the shit out of him with his cane. Yeah, and then grabs the cake and takes off. Yeah, I think at
1: at that point too, he yells, "It's it's all mine, motherfucker!" <laughs>
0: it was more of a leprechauny, like he kind of run. <laughs> he actually yeah. clicked
1: his heels. That's right. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, he goes booking it. Clearly yeah. not blind.
1: Hmm. Maybe he was. He was just great at getting around.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, so he goes running off, and uh, Steve Stevens. Um, Steven, yes. Yeah. yeah, he comes too.
1: Yeah, he can- yeah he comes too, when he he decides to go after him. Smart oh, thing to um- do is run out into a bombing area.
0: Yeah, I kind of didn't get that, because at this point, he just thinks it's a cake. Right. Like, uh, I
1: guess you use this intrigued as to what the hell's happening, because you're he, probably thinking, like, well, this guy clearly isn't blind. I better, I'm, I need to know what's yeah, going on.
0: I guess that's true. And then but, you had the strangeness of them trying to claim the cake back. And, and
1: then even though he's being shot at, he's still getting yeah. to get it. He's like, I want that cake.
0: At that point. Yeah. At that point, was, he's like, this has to be the best cake ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he didn't seem to react to it one way or the other. Like it couldn't have tasted too good.
0: Well, at one point he does say he's like, "I wonder if the recipe is in the middle of that cake."
1: Oh, so recipe. <laughs> That's they make cakes back in the day. They include the recipe in the middle.
0: Back in the forties, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think I've told you before in some pa- other podcasts that we're on. Yeah. My neighbors for our, my sister's and I birthday as a kids would uh, cook coins into the cakes. So oh. wrapped in aluminum foil. Hmm. Yeah. That's a side, side note.
0: It sounds a combination of fun and uh bothersome.
1: Kinda. Yeah. I never ingested one as far as that's
0: I know. That's good. We used to do the the coins and pancakes. That's weird. That's, that's... It's, uh, I think it's a Catholic thing. Um it has something to it's something to do. It's around like around Easter time. I don't remember what the whole thing was. It's definitely a very old tradition because at some point someone went, that's really gross, and everyone stopped doing it. Uh, but my parents were older, so Wait, we kept like up the tradition. Straight up coins,
1: not wrapped in anything, or oh, not
0: wrapped in anything. So you'd you'd, be, you'd I mean, you'd wash them obviously, and the coins would be yeah. mainly pennies. But because still... I, because I'm old and there was penny candy, yeah. but uh, but every once in a while you'd find like a quarter and it'd be like, oh, fuck, and you'd make out with like at the end you'd be like, fuck, I got like 48 cents. Wow, that's Yeah, Cut. At the
1: same, I'm thinking of the ass pennies skit from uh, from Brigade*. So even if you wash those pennies, they were in someone's ass.
0: Right. It also probably explains some of my mental problems. Yeah. That I have some kind of uh, metal, <laughs> a yeah. metal problem. A poison. Yeah, copper yeah. poisoning. Exactly. All right. anyway, anyway, so so the blind guy goes off running. He goes off running with them. The blind guy stops, sees him and takes some shots at him.
1: Yeah, he's in he's in a little shed of some sort. So, bombs uh, are
0: coming. Bombs are coming very close, and uh, it's blown to bits. And didn't expect that. Uh, it was kind of nice. Like, yeah, uh, blown yeah, oh yeah. Blown shit out of the fake blind guy, mm-hmm. uh, along with the cake. Yes,
1: but he, Stephen, finds the uh, the gun. And he takes the gun with him.
0: Does take the gun? Yep. And he goes uh, back to. I you guess he, to tra- you assume he goes back to the train because he
1: ends up in London. Yeah, London.
0: Really, oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, so. It, but
1: you see what he does. He goes to a private uh, detective instead of the police because of his past problems, which he keeps alluding to. Yeah. Um, and this, guess, his name is Rennett. I was actually kind of disappointed he had such a, a small role. He was great. I liked the small
0: part he was in, but I wish yeah. he
1: had more of him.
0: Uh, yeah, no, you know, an old uh, an old dick. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, like an yeah. old-timey movie dick. Yes. Man, I wasn't actually trying to be. I <laughs> know, uh, but
1: just look who you're talking to. <laughs> That's true. Oh. Making me, you're making me think now again off topic, but uh, the, a quote. I don't know if you've watched Thirty Rock before. I've seen it. Yeah. But okay, so you know uh, Tina Fey's character's name is Liz Lemon. Yes. And so her father is is his name is Dick Lemon, and so at <laughs> some point they, he they, her family they come to visit, and they're out to eat or something, and um the line is, uh you can't have a lemon party without old dick. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe that got on TV, but that's awesome.
0: (laughs) That's pretty great.
1: Yes. All right. Try to stay on track now.
0: I love though, when he, so he goes into this office and the guy's just drinking. He's like sneaking a drink. And he He is pissed that, that Stevens has come in. He's not happy to see another human being. But then
1: then he's like, Oh, i I'll find. I'll get someone else to hire, and he's like, oh, wait, 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 well, <laughs> what else would he be there?
0: Right, like, don't be all mad now, come on back. Yeah,
1: have a drink with me, have tea, you know, drink booze out of teacups.
0: And he, he does explain kind of what's happening, like, what, you know, what he's seen so far. Yeah. That guy's like, it sounds like a job for the police, not for me.
1: Yeah, but that's, he's like, no, I don't, I want to keep the police out of it because of my past record, or
0: yeah, but he's like, well, no, if you don't want these 10 pounds, 20, 20, 20 pounds, pounds Oh, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. This guy's the worst detective ever, really. He doesn't, <laughs> he's, like, lazy. He doesn't like other people. <laughs> but uh, but he agrees to take the case. Actually, how, how much 20 pounds were
1: worth in 1944,
0: if I can. Right. but well, he doesn't, this guy, too, he doesn't, what's his name? I'm so sorry. What's the detective's name? Renit. Rennett doesn't actually do much deducing. He is not very. He's not really being used as a detective so much as just another human being to step in if there's trouble. Right. Right. So
1: well, but we. I think it's we didn't get the opportunity to see what he could do.
0: Well, maybe, I, but but I mean, the very first job that he goes to, he's just backup. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But,
1: well, I mean, he. I guess he got paid to do nothing, which that's.
0: Not a problem. I mean he didn't have time to spend it, it turns out, but Yeah. Yes. Do <laughs> you think he actually got paid? Or do you think he was gonna get paid afterwards or he got nothing? He
1: probably you know, the, a
0: promise. So Stevens Stevens made out he got like free
1: backup. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. <laughs> so, so I'm just uh a hundred pounds in nineteen forty four is worth four thousand four hundred and sixty three point seven pounds today. So okay. I guess divide that by five and that's a yeah. pretty penny, I guess.
0: Fancy, yes, a lot of that cash for the time. Yeah. Um. So, so his first stop on his his own investigation is to go to the headquarters of. Oh, the mothers of. Yeah. The, three the, nations. The people that put on the little the little fair.
1: Yeah, because he wants to find out who uh, the the uh, palm reader was,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I like this this whole scene. I I, I liked. The, one of the things I really liked about this movie throughout is honestly I didn't know who was in on it and who was not throughout most of it.
1: Right. I after a while had a a hunch of when we get to it who was behind okay. it all and I was like yes,
0: I actually yeah. I did not. Yeah, I did not. I did not call it at all. Um yeah. I, I didn't mean I didn't make a conscious effort to think about who it would be, but yeah. uh, but also just when things are going on. So you, I mean, you go in here, you meet the secretary. Oh, I don't know if I can give out the names of anyone. We'll, we'll talk to the heads. Yes. Uh, who are the who are the brother and sister from and Austria?
1: A, Austrians, yes, who escaped. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, but I didn't know. I, I immediately assumed that they were Nazis. You assumed that they were Nazis. Yes, immediately. Oh, I didn't because they were so friendly. I assume they were both Nazis that they knew what was happening in their own kind of organization, but I didn't know where this movie was going. So pretty bad, that.
1: pretty bad bookkeeping in this, in this, uh, company, by the way, it is <laughs> a little sloppy or clerical work.
0: Yeah. So wh- what are their, what were their names? Uh, uh we what? had
1: Willie, Willie yeah. Hilf and Carla. Carla. Yeah.
0: yeah. She was but right. I, he, yeah. But I, I liked, uh,
1: I yeah, heard she was, uh, what was her name? Marjorie Reynolds, mm-hmm. but then Carl Esmond was Willie. I liked, I liked uh, Willie as well. Yeah. His no, sure. to be. He was a very pleasant gentleman, so it seemed. So it seemed. It seemed. Well, they
0: yeah. Like, they seemed very b- bemused by his story. Yes,
1: because I oh, like how the, the whole they're, the whole time they're like, oh, we can't give out personal information to volunteers. Right. And then he goes <laughs> to see them. And they're like, all right. Like he pulls, like, hey, we do have a volunteer by that name. And, like, without any, like, further provocation, he just, like, reads the address off. Like, yeah. No. all right. But then, it, but likely because we find out who he is later, maybe that's why he's doing this. Yeah. And, well, you
0: know, he, don't, he doesn't even give the address. He says, you know, in fact, I'll go with you.
1: But he he does give the address. He says it out loud.
0: Yeah. But he does, he does. go with
1: him. He does yeah. go with him. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I wasn't thinking anything of it.
0: No. I figured because, at then it was like, well, maybe they're not Nazis. And maybe he wants to be helpful.
1: Yeah. It's, it seems very much like that. i for a bit.
0: I think I might be kind of a rube.
1: Yeah, I, I get, fell.
0: For, I fell for Willie pretty fast.
1: It fell for him like a head over heels. Like had a little head over heels. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, I just yeah. want to make mention at this point too. Um, I guess this is a point where you can technically say I don't have time wise, but this is where we've reached. Uh, the, we've had cigarettes and guns, and now we had dames officially.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yes,
1: so I just want to get that in there. I didn't make yep. like the time, but absolutely, yeah. So yeah, so they go to the uh, what they think is the palm reader from from this, this fair.
0: Well, that's the, the address matching the name of the palm reader, yes.
1: But it's it's someone else. It's a, a much more younger, glamorous type woman. Yeah, what's her name again? I have it here. I think. What Brennan? Is it Mrs. Brennan? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I didn't have it here. I'm an idiot. So I do like something that I almost noticed immediately when they uh, she invites them in because she's having a seance. She's like, oh, just join us for this. We have uh, some other people. So everyone's introduced. And so one of the characters who at first I thought was just going to be like a throwaway character was Dr. Forrester. Yeah. Do you know who that was?
0: No, I don't think so. It's
1: Alan, Alan Napier, who uh, we've seen in another movie brief, but this is Alfred from Batman. Oh, fun. Batman TV series.
0: Oh fun, yeah. I didn't, I didn't recognize him.
1: Yeah, I think we saw him very briefly in Cat People.
0: Oh, okay. But that's yeah, right. Like... I, re- I remember him being in that. Yeah, yeah. But he's, this
1: is before he was bottling. Huh.
0: Yeah. Before, before Cat People. Um,
1: no, this is after it... Cat People, but before Batman. Cat oh. People was like forty-two, I think.
0: Oh, actually, he's right, forty-two. Um, but yeah, so he, <clears throat> he's there. A lot of like society people,
1: some eccentrics. There's that guy like. Is he wearing ov- like, uh, not like, like high pants with suspenders? He looks like he yes. belongs in the South making moonshine.
0: <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah.
1: He's probably like a, a super rich guy in this world, right, right. But yeah, and there's, there's like an artist. Oh,
0: my my son decided to interrupt me. Did he do a finger? I hope. Yes, he just came in, flipped me off, and went "fuck you" and walked good. away. Okay. Yeah, training him well. That's a, that's yeah. how he says good night. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: um but yeah, so they're invited into the the seance and they're separated. They're both sent to like different sides of the table. Yeah,
1: they're about to start and then who yeah. enters? But the man who was supposed to get the cake.
0: Yeah, like, what well, what was cost? his name? Cost, yeah. yeah. Cost.
1: And he doesn't seem to remember or he's playing dumb on. He's like, oh, because Steven's like, I oh we got the form.
0: I couldn't figure that out. I couldn't decide if he was playing dumb or not. I think, uh, I think he's playing dumb. It has to be right. Yeah. But you really—I so. mean—you see no recognition whatsoever um, on his face.
1: Hey, if he's—if he's, you know, uh, some type of like top tier bad guy. Yeah. i Honestly, it was such a quick interaction. Maybe he honestly doesn't remember. But right. If if it's if it's the guy who took your cake, if someone took my cake, I'm gonna remember. <laughs> Especially if it was a cake like this.
0: So. Yeah. Um, so the seance starts, I like the scene a lot, it just gets very dark.
1: It does, and there's another a really cool shot when when of uh, looking straight forward on, what's her face, uh, Miss Brennan? Yeah. Uh, that that's like a really well done, almost looks spooky.
0: It did, yeah, it was what was, well, you'd picture a seance of the time to kind of look like. Yeah. Uh, and then the murmuring voices. Yes. Which I really like, but one of them it talks about Stephen. Like, it's supposed to be his dead
1: wife, basically. Yeah,
0: like, why did you kill me? And... Yeah, the poison. Yeah, uh, which is, and so he gets pissed. He's
1: understandably freaked out.
0: Yeah, and he jumps up and flips on the light. Well, uh,
1: he does, but there's a gunshot first.
0: Yeah, it's like all within that split second. Yeah, in the dark. Yeah, uh, and, and Kost is dead. Yeah, shot in the head shot in the that's head at the temple yeah uh and i don't know again are they all in on it I, I don't know i don't know why they would all think it was him when he was clearly sitting and jumped up to turn on the lights well, at I the think same they, second that a gunshot went off
1: they think that because he broke you not supposed to let you know supposed to break the chain he broke the chain which yeah so that's what that's what they're oh you broke the chain so and then someone mentions, because I, I know Willie thinks, knows he has a the gun. Yes. Like, There's still wasn't bullet in it, like I told you, but he only told them there was one bullet. So that's a little more suspicion because he only had his word to go on.
0: Right. No, that's true. But, yeah, but he believes, him. Well, he he believes, believes
1: him, him. And what? so everyone else goes to wait in another room while the police come. And so it's just yeah. Willie and Steven. And another reason why I liked the character of Willie, he's, he's, he can't... hes a, I think he has his own concerns being in the country illegally,
0: it seems. Yeah, that's what he says. He's he's an illegal alien. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but then he's like, I have an idea. Knock me out. So can make <laughs> it he just knocked him out to get away. Boy, sure. he, he's like, oh, thanks. And he does it like without hesitation.
0: He, he does, and he's like, this is like the weirdest, strangest way I've ever said thank you or something. Yeah.
1: Don't like knock him out.
0: There's like a little comedy line in there. <laughs>
1: what if? It, what if it took like seven tries?
0: <laughs> if, he, if the two actors did not get along <laughs> no, no, just in the movie, he just, he just, oh, in the trying, movie.
1: just punch him in the face but it wasn't a knockout punch
0: <laughs> he just, he's just bubbling him around the room yeah yeah Make <laughs> <laughs> oh, him okay. in and will dead and the other guy's dead
1: <laughs> well, if, he, if he had killed him that would have changed the story a
0: bit it, a little bit <laughs> well maybe not actually now that we see what happens but um so, yeah, so he makes a break for it out the window. Yes. Um, and books it.
1: And what's nice, I like to say uh, the good attention to detail, like he's in a neighborhood that's been bombed out, so you see, like, the ruins behind him. And he, he's going back to Renet's office. Yeah. Which explains why Renet was drinking, because he was mentioning how uh, his, his nerves are shot from the bombing, and it's literally, like, the next block over from him is destroyed. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense why he was boozing.
0: That's fair, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so had, the office
1: is ransacked.
0: Yes. Oh actually we, we missed we missed a funny moment uh in the movie. The movie doesn't have a lot of funny moments. There's yeah. a couple. Yep. Uh, but one of them was the last time we saw Rennett was in the hallway oh. when he was coming out with Willie to leave and uh and he's trying to play kind of nonchalant and he knocks out the the other guy's door. Yeah. And that guy's just like, What? What do you want? Like this guy's jerk." Just... <laughs> I love the reaction of this guy, just like but what the, the fuck, and he kind of just like walks away. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah <basically. laughs> And That's the last. Uh, that was the last time you see Renet in the movie? Yeah, I,
1: mean. um, I just I went to uh, the guy who played Cost in his Wikipedia. Yeah, he's wearing a very lovely large cowboy hat in his Wikipedia
0: picture. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's he, awesome. he, he struck me as a cowboy in this movie. Uh, cowboy vibes, little, little, maybe a little too arrogant for a cowboy <laughs> in this movie. But. True, yeah. <laughs>
1: so yeah, so the uh, so he's in the office and he, he looks at the window and he sees some shady fellow lingering,
0: playing with his nails.
1: Yeah, and so I was, you know, it made me think that this is a bad guy. I don't know if you oh, thought Yeah.
0: That. Oh, he, he looks like a bad guy.
1: He does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because so it, he, it looks like he's just like. Like filing his nails down.
1: Yeah, check it out his manicure. Yeah. So he calls. Uh, he calls. I uh, think he, well, he, he means to call Willie, but Carla answers, and she she, yeah. knows, she knows what happens. Yep. And so she decides to help him uh, hide out at this bookstore.
0: Well, she says she has a hideout.
1: She's gonna meet him. Oh, uh, the, yeah. I'm skipping ahead a bit. Yeah, they meet but they meet like in the midst of a, a raid can possibly happen. So they have to.
0: Yeah. And, so and they go into the, and raids happening. <laughs> you know, they're, they're,
1: they have to go into the subway to, with all these other people casually coming out in their nightgowns and whatever. Yeah. Uh, I like, this again.
0: yeah it's like bird cages. And...
1: Well, there's the, the, the basket of cats. You say that? Yeah. The basket, so of, kitten, the, the,
0: uh, with the basket of kittens.
1: Oh, it was adorable.
0: Yeah. That's the only uh,
1: adorable scene in the movie.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah uh but they're actually getting ready to leave and a cop stops them and directs them into the shelter yeah somebody With didn't say what's shelter? all this the subway station that would have been a perfect what's all this moment it's true now i was thinking though during this so they're going down in the subway to shelter which just seems like a terrible place to be it's not bomb proof well i i'm sure the mentality was the safer than staying in your your the house then crushed by boulders from up above
1: well, maybe we'll have to read into uh, how safe it technically could have been. We don't know how deep
0: it was. Well that's true, I suppose. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I mean, I know it's like it's just like a, a makeshift. It's that's their version of like duct tape for the right. situation.
0: I oh, like by the way, it's uh the the, raid, the raids going on, everyone has to go down. But you know, if you want to travel, the subway's still running. Yeah.
1: Because people do, <laughs> people do casually seem to walk down or just oh, I'm gonna hop the train.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's
1: yeah. hey, give, them, give them credit. They, they kept the city going despite all this that's true. stuff happening. Seriously. Although, at the same time, you could think a bomb could have hit the right angle. Probably could have gone right down the entrance, right into the, the subway, or just hit the street right above them. Absolutely. Really, there's no guarantee you're going to live, but I guess that's a bit more comfortable than being a ground. Who knows? Talk all to right. some really old British people and get their thoughts.
0: Oh, I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're done. I'm going to find the little girl with the basket of kittens. I want to know what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good point. So this is where we find out about uh, Stephen's past.
0: Do we find that first or does the man come down first?
1: Um, I think we find out first and then he comes down right afterwards.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So he basically confesses. He has to tell her something. Uh, right. That. His wife, his wife was terminally ill, yeah, and he helped her to kill herself.
1: Well, yeah, but she she could not asked him to, it wasn't <laughs> she he just did. on his own,
0: yeah. No, 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 she's right in the movie, yeah. The movie version, he does not kill her.
1: Is that uh, was based on a book? Does he actually kill her in, in the, the book? book? He kills her. Have you read it, or did you just read up on no.
0: it? No, no, I read up on it.
1: You didn't read the book right after the movie,
0: immediately. I didn't. Ah. <sighs> I did not. I know normally that is the way I do things, but not this one. <laughs> no. Um, she doesn't seem really bothered by it. I mean, I guess, I suppose, why would you? I mean, like, it, even the court says it was a mercy killing, right? Which is why he was in an asylum for two years instead of prison. Yeah. Uh, although two years seems like a long time to be in an asylum. Uh, I mean, it was. 1940s mental asylums in London probably are not the best places to be.
1: Well, I don't know if that room was any indication. It looks like he had a nice
0: room, at least. Yeah. Well, maybe,
1: maybe meet... like he graduated to that, like he start off jacketed and you know in a.
0: I mean, he wasn't mentally ill, you know. Right. He, so, uh, anyways, <laughs> um, so he does. T- he tells her that story. Yeah. Uh, and they get a little snuggly. Yes, they do.
1: They're uh, starting to uh, get googly eyes for each other. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but then the man comes downstairs. Oh.
1: Yes, his name is, uh, he is uh, Inspector Prentice. We'll find the, out later. Prentice. Well, we
0: have, at the time, we, we still think he might be a bad guy.
1: Sorry, I ruined it.
0: Um, but yeah, so he comes down. You know it's him because of his hands.
1: Right. He's got a, he's got. gotta think he has a particular look to him too, the hat and the, yeah, his face. He's a, he's kind of memorable looking.
0: And I loved, uh, I love Stephen just grabs the hat next to him and puts it on. The, the yes. Stuff. It's like a sombrero. <laughs> Uh, Puts it out to cover his face (laughs) It worked Yeah, yeah, and then the other guy just gets on the train and leaves
1: Still functioning train If you were in that situation, would you, like, go on the trains all night Instead of just staying put
0: Oh, I mean, if the trains were running And my my odds of dying were about the same I would be on a train the fuck out Yeah Yeah,
1: well, i just I just probably ride around town
0: I mean, at least get out of the city. I, I, I know that there were bombings in a lot of places in England, but they really went after the cities. Yeah, just everyone just go to the country for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you're not living a good life at the city either. It doesn't really matter.
1: Go to the yeah. go to the farm, in the countryside. And... Right. Yes. Yeah. Get hang out with the horses. See. Yeah, we... Very nice. Oh, horses! Yes, yeah. there were no horses in this movie. So I Hope that wasn't disappointing for you.
0: A little bit, you know, it's, it's all right.
1: I'll, I'll just uh, narrow my search for film noir movies with horses.
0: I did see, I did see a picture recently um, on, a, on a subreddit that I like, where it was uh, a photo of. Oh, <laughs> you would, you will find this funny. You would have found the photo funny. I really should have sent it to you, oh. but it's, it's, but it's from, uh, it's post 1944 So it's like right, right after the war. Yeah. And it's, um, them honoring the fallen horses because over like a million horses had died during World War II. So they have a lot of soldiers lined up to create the silhouette of a horse's head.
1: Oh, well, that's actually very nice. It was that's a nice. little, little interesting, a little yeah. different, but yeah. I mean, you need p- please honor dogs when they die.
0: So, yeah. So they honored well, the horses. A million horses. Yeah. It was a crazy number of horses. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, so it's the next morning or late, at least later, right?
1: I think it's early morning. Something like it seems it's to like be 5 a.m. or something.
0: Well, it's, it's strange that it
1: seems to be 5 a.m. And she's like, oh, but they get to the, the safe house, which is the bookstore. And she's like, I'm sorry for coming so early. But then like a few minutes later, he has customers.
0: Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> well, I also don't know how long it took to get there, though. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I know the the time the time might be a little off. Yes, <laughs> but there are still people sleeping. People are slowly starting to kind of get out. Yeah. Uh, when they go, and then they go to this bookshop, and she gives a not even a special knock, just like a tap, a tap, tap. tap. Mm-hmm. Um, and is led into this amazing looking bookstore. Yeah. Looking uh, and he and he sees that big display of books. Yeah, Doctor Forrester's um, book. It, on on like the Nazi mind. Oh, yeah cause
1: uh, then they do find out what dr forrester he's he works for the uh the ministry of what's the, the, the
0: yeah um of like security or
1: let's see We're gonna find out what do you okay. think of that
0: I like it Back <laughs> checking live yeah wasting time let's uh put a little stamp oh, on this
1: one. It's it. the, <laughs> it's the, the psychoanalysis of Nazidom Nazidom yeah. Actually, I had to do that the last episode when you weren't sure which movie you wanted to watch. <laughs> so I had to do some editing. Just kind of cut out like a, a minute of, hang on, wait. This was that, uh. Right. Yeah, they, uh so they, yeah, they set up shop there. Okay, yeah, well, he yeah,
0: has like a room, a uh, spare so think, room.
1: They also mentioned, that I think he has a paper, and there was no mention of it in the paper, which he found strange
0: there's no mention of the cost shooting is that what you mean right yes 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 yes, yes. and that but he also mentions the book the, the guy who runs the bookshop mentions like oh you're one of her friends like you know she brings a lot of people to me that need help yeah um, so clearly they have a relationship where she's done this kind of thing before right um, it doesn't tell you why, but but still I mean I, don't, I was just like I don't trust any of these people. Well, in this case, you were right. Yeah, she was wrong. But um, but yeah. So in a nice little room. But then he also asks her if he'll have di- if she'll have dinner with him.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really? on the run for you know people think I murdered someone. You want to go out to eat?
0: Yeah. And she's like, I'll meet you here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your hideout. So,
1: but so it's, she goes back and she's looking through all the names of the people oh. that were
0: the seance. Yeah, he he mentions, because he mentions the doctor on the book was there, but then he's triggered with a bunch of other names. I right. don't remember why exactly, but a lot of the names of the people, and as he's saying them, she kind of knows them as people that have, have done um, or volunteer work for her charity. Yeah. Um, and there's a connection to this doctor. Right.
1: And the ants. Yes. So yeah. So she pulls all their files,
0: right? Right. And she finds they're, they're, they were all recommended by Doctor Forrester. Hmm. Uh, and then Willie stumbles in. Yeah,
1: and they. And so they both suspect that that could be some Nazi business happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie's intrigued by that as well.
1: Yeah, because and at this point too, you, you think that they're. Uh... I mean, yeah. I I assume at this point that they were both just. On the up it's and good up. guys helping out, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and this is when she Carla admits that she's falling in love. Yes, Stephen.
0: Which is, I mean, I know, like in every movie back then, it's like, man, it took people like a day and a half to fall in love. Yeah,
1: all <sighs> I have to do is be suspected of potential murder, and <laughs> helps if you in, inadvertently aided in your wife's death.
0: I mean, you can't even be. You can't even really be painting a nice good picture of what you're really like. Like Steven may be a fucking just an asshole generally, but he's on the run right now. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But he seems like a nice fellow overall.
0: <clears throat> he does, but how the fuck do you know, really? Yeah. <laughs> fall fall in love with him. Jeez. He was a little severe. But um but yes, you're right. She's fall falling for him. I yeah. knew she
1: would. So they so they're having their uh, they're talking about all the people in the cards and stuff, and they overhear a phone call. Doctor Forrester has ordered some nineteen volume this or that, and he wants it brought to uh, brought to him. Well, yeah. and so even though, well, they they want to find out what's up because they were listening in, so they yeah. come down and they like, they offer to to bring the the books over.
0: Well, yeah, kind of because the. The bookshop guy's kind of like, oh, hey, my back. Like, it's, it's going to be a rough one.
1: Yeah, he, he, he complained about having customers earlier now, now he complains about...
0: Right. Having, yeah. He's talking having about, a... it, cause it gets very heavy, you know. Oh, spanky, like stupid ball, livelihood. <laughs> yeah. But they're in, like, a big suit, like a suitcase.
1: Yeah, his leather, he calls it, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they're like, we'll bring it, because they want to obviously go. Yeah, find out what's up. Yeah. I like this whole scene. Was great. Yes. Yes. Um, So they get there and they have the the doorman lets them in.
1: Yeah, like the doorman was a little funny here too. Yeah. They're saying like, oh, you know, it's room twenty nine, but it's under, what was it? I have the name. Is it, Uh, Travers? Yeah. He's like, no, we don't have a force. We have Travers. It's like the only people who come here under different names are like guys who are here without their wives, something along those lines. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Hubba, hubba. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah it
1: lets them in, and they they discover that the, the room seems to be very unoccupied. Nothing in it.
0: Well, yeah, it's fully furnished. But so she she immediately goes and starts like opening everything up and looking yeah. at everything, and she's like, like something's wrong. Like, but, no one lives. No one. She, no one lives here.
1: Well, she's looking. big Stevens, like, you find any cake?
0: <laughs> you think he's still thinking about the cake? Yeah, all, all the whole time. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Uh but I like that. I like that you determined there was no one uh there's no one living there because there were no personal items. Yeah, nothing. Uh, and he picks up the phone and there's no line.
1: Yeah, it's like a dumb this is like a dummy room or something.
0: Yeah. And then he looks out into the hallway. Yeah. And there's no one there.
1: Yeah, it's all yeah. awfully suspicious.
0: Yeah. But I, I and then, then what he opens up the he opens up the bag.
1: Oh, because he's like, yeah, we we need because he, I think he he thinks it's still books. Like, I'll just leave him because he, the guy wants his suitcase back and then.
0: But he opens it up and immediately dives on top of her. Yeah. The bomb goes off. Yes. Yeah. That's great. The bomb in the
1: suitcase trick.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Would you,
1: would you assume that it would, it would would trigger when you open it up? That makes sense? I would think. As As opposed to some kind of timer, right?
0: Well, yeah, because you don't know how long it's going to be, so right. the trigger's a little more effective. Yes.
1: All right. Yeah. Take it easy. <laughs>
0: sorry, sorry, I get a little rambunctious when I talk about bombs.
1: Suitcase bombs.
0: <laughs> Specifically, suitcase bombs. So, uh, so he he comes to, yeah.
1: but he's
0: not there. No,
1: he's in the room with the uh, the man with the, who's been the fingernail man.
0: Yeah, he's in, he's in the bed. Being yeah. stared at by the fingernail man.
1: I thought it was a hospital at first.
0: I did too. I assumed it looked like a hospital bed. Yeah, uh, right. it is not. It is Scotland Yard. Yeah, and
1: Stephen's all surprised. Huh?
0: <laughs> what? 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 Huh. That's what he yeah. Yeah, so this uh, is when I
1: find out that it's Inspector Prentice who works for Scotland Yard.
0: Yeah, he he was suspicious of the the guy's death because he had he had been found dead. The uh, yes, the, the, the detective. Yeah, not cost. Um, cost was never, oh, found... Renant, Renant. Uh, yes, right. The private investigator right. that he hired, uh, was found dead like down by the docks or something. Uh, and that's why he was casing the place. Yeah,
1: I love how crazy Stephen sounds the whole time he's trying to explain things to <laughs> <Francis> <laughs>
0: It's too. perfect, though. This whole plot of yeah. the entire movie is so fantastic,
1: yeah. But there was this, there was this cake, and then the the guy was shooting at me. He was blind, but he wasn't. (laughs) Right, the cake bomb in the suitcase and
0: (laughs) It's crazy, but it also sounds like the detectives kind of like, okay.
1: Yeah, I I liked his character a lot. I think he did a really great job. Like well, (laughs) him for you, very no nonsense. Because he does
0: say he 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 says like like let's go look where the bomb went off at the well, beginning of the movie.
1: I was surprised. He's, he's like, just do me like this one thing. And he's yeah. like, yeah, oh, fine. Well, he, he seems like sort of, like, he just doesn't want to even bother with him, but he like, allows, he brings this like entire crew out to this random spot and like makes them dig and sift through sand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a good scene though. Oh, it's a very good scene. Yeah. Um, so they go and they excavate where towards the beginning of the movie, the blind man had blown up. Yes, That's what they're looking for, and he's trying. He's kind of trying to find the cake.
1: Yeah, he wants any oh, any evidence of the cake.
0: Oh boy, you would think. I mean, that was not a small explosion. I mean, if you look oh. back at they're digging now, and it's basically a crater. Yeah. Why would cake survive that? <laughs> like of it, all things.
1: I do like how they don't show up. But they have like a basket of what pieces of like, the guy. It seems.
0: Oh yeah. Well, they find like a piece of clothing, and
1: I think, I'm sure there was some.
0: Oh yeah. Other. Yeah, yeah, but
1: but what's funny is that they're not convinced enough by finding like pieces of a human being yeah. blown up in the bomb crater. They just they, you know, well, there, the may, evidence.
0: You may have killed him. They don't know. They don't know. Could have, yeah. yeah,
1: blown him up himself.
0: I guess. I guess. I mean, I mean, all they think, all they know at this point, they know who this guy is. Stephen is. Yeah. History is that of a guy who helped his wife die. He was in a mental institution. Yeah. So that's this crazy story about going to a fair, getting the wrong cake, yep. then being chased by a not blind man who was bombed. And then at a seance with a guy who was shot dead that no one's reported. Yep. Shot dead. The one person they know he saw, the detective was found dead.
1: And he was the last one to see him.
0: And the whole thing's crazy. Yep. And then he's blown up in a, in a, a room that isn't with no one's there. Yeah,
1: and he's he's <laughs> right. he's lying, saying no, no, I was by myself. There wasn't a woman with me. Cause she was, cause she wasn't there.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So he's yeah. covering for her. The whole thing's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I mean, because it, yep. it sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so they're sifting though. I love how they they do the sifting with the giant uh strainers you know they're shoveling big things of dirt through it they they (laughs) uh, look pretty pissed off about having to do it too. No one's happy to be there. Yeah (laughs) um and they find really they find really nothing much of a of a clue other than um piece of cake box at first. They find the cake box they find some clothing and then they find yeah they find the the piece of gun handle. But it's a gun.
1: The prince is like i just could have been years all along. That doesn't prove anything. It would make sense.
0: He's right. I mean, I think at that point, he's probably piquing his interest a little more than he had been. But yeah. And yeah. Right. it's not evidence of innocence or guilt. Right. Um, one way or the other. And then they're, I love it because just they're getting ready to leave.
1: Yeah. He's, Steven's like defeated. Like, all right.
0: And he notices the birds. Yep.
1: On the only piece of building that survived.
0: Yeah. And they're they're up there in their nest with something. Um, cake he, yeah he goes up and he finds a piece of cake that survives uh and then he does what the blind man did he's crumbling it
1: yeah I wouldn't admit if he's just like quick give me some milk which is it down.
0: <laughs> he, he eats what's inside of it he yeah, goes yeah. to jail <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly to God though the way this cake crumbles this is the driest cake, <laughs> cake ever made
1: looking at it, I wanted milk just wanted to drink some milk.
0: And this is when it was fresh, yes, <laughs> this is not like a week later the sun I know, and like how,
1: just... how could it it was made with eggs for crudeness' sake <laughs> how how could it be
0: <laughs> So he's crumbling it, crumbling it, crumbling it, and he finds this little tiny thing. it's a little yeah. tiny
1: container, th- container. yeah, it got some negatives ah. some sort,
0: yeah, and then they he looks at it it looks at the film and the sun and. Does he say what it is at that point? I don't remember.
1: I don't think he does because he's like, "What is it?" And then they dissolve to the scene of these other officials looking at the. It was. I think it was like plans to put to set up mines in the.
0: Yeah, near London, I think.
1: Or yeah, what's the uh, what's the body of water between mainland Europe and Strait of Gibraltar? Is that what it is?
0: I don't know. I'm looking terrible and so embarrassing horrible. for me because I have no idea. But yeah, sure.
1: Uh let's see if I'm yeah, right.
0: so, the, so the film though is just something you would overlay on a map.
1: Uh, this I was very wrong. It separates the uh, it's a narrow strait that connects the Atlantic Ocean to the Mediterranean Sea. It separates Gibraltar, uh, and the peninsular Spain from Morocco and Africa.
0: You were very close. <laughs> oh fine.
1: I'm gonna find out now while you talk.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's what the film was. It was just an overlay. To, you would yeah. put the film up and put it over a map and you could see where the where the, the plans were for It was something. like it was
1: like military tactical plans that were yeah. like for the British that only two people would have access to, apparently well, supposedly.
0: Right. Um so he believes them now that something's something's yeah. afoot. He's vindicated. Yeah, for the most part. Um I think he's still a little like a little wary of this guy. <laughs> but um
1: Apparently it's just the North Sea. That's it. That's
0: not where I got it straight from, but yeah. So he call he they get a don't they get a phone call?
1: No, well they they're trying to figure out who else is there, and Doctor Forrester comes up, and like he hasn't been here, but he keeps recommending his tailor to everyone.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so the um, so
1: the inspector
0: and call, I'm sure calls the tailor.
1: He, he calls the tailor to make an appointment because he's clever like that. Yeah. It's funny that like, he makes a call in afterwards. He's like, with your permission, to like the military guys. You yeah. so know, he already did it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Although> they, <laughs> I mean,
1: they seemed like uh, they would, or would have been intimidated by him. A little bit. Like, oh, I didn't know. Did you know? I thought it was the only ones who had the combination to the stuff or whatever.
0: <laughs> right. It's an actual quote for the movie.
1: Yeah, it is. And <laughs> that exact voice. And whatever.
0: Whatever. Uh, so, they are, so off they go to the tailor. Yes, and, uh, and uh, so
1: his name there—it's he's, he's it's Travers—is who they're looking for.
0: Yep. Which is the name on the, on the apartment that blew up. Right. Yes. Yeah. So so uh, yeah,
1: Prentice, Inspector Prentice goes in first. He's like, "Come, in, give me five minutes, and then come in." Yeah. Because he, he has the appointment, and so he does that. Stephen goes in, and he's like, "Asked to see Travers." Yeah, Travers. and they're
0: like, "Sure." Yeah. So Travers
1: yeah. comes out and Travers is it's Cost, the man that was supposedly shot in the head earlier.
0: And the man from the very beginning of the movie that's yeah. that's that the uh
1: the cake wander.
0: Yeah. And again yeah. plays plays a little dumb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know who you are. Like, wait, I got to make a phone call. It's weird that he if he if he knows who he is, he wouldn't have made that phone call in front of him, right? Do you think? <laughs>
0: I think so. I think he thought he was being very clever.
1: So do you think he was being clever knowing that Stephen would be clever but by making the phone call so he could send him to Willie?
0: I don't know if he thought that far ahead. I think it seemed like he was kind of enjoying talking about the plans in front of him, but, you know, in just alluding to it. Like okay. trying to be clever in the way that he was doing it, talking about, you know, the sleeves and like the, the shoulders. shoulders are going to...
1: What is the line? The shoulders will have to settle... Yeah, I need to settle. That was the code for the film. It's in the shoulders. shoulders. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So, yeah, so he makes this weird phone call, but I think he's also buying time. He's looking around and trying to figure out what's happening. And he
1: has those scissors in hand, too, I think, just in case.
0: He does. I was like, I'm not going to fuck with this guy. These fucking yeah. huge shears. Yep. Um, but, but no, yeah. he goes He goes booking.
1: Yeah, Princess comes out, and they're like, get him. But people get in the way, so, yeah, he makes it to his office. and. Yeah.
0: He killed himself.
1: Off himself. How do you think? Because I didn't. There wasn't a gunshot, was there?
0: No, I don't. It doesn't show at all. Because nineteen forty-four. Um, yeah. He just yells one know. two three.
1: He yells one two three dead, and he is. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I just. I need four seconds. <laughs> he just willed
0: a heart attack. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> one two three dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a really half-assed attempt to get to him. By the way, they just kind of smashed some of the window. And like, hey. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <You laughs> kick bad. the door down. Kick the door
0: down. Right. Exactly. Um. So he goes back. Oh, good lord. Sorry, to be yawning. At you. Keeping you goes, awake. Yeah. No. He goes over. Uh, Stevens goes over to the phone and and he had been watching him dial the phone number. Oh yeah. That was a he, smart move. And you can see him mouthing the numbers, which is like, stop <laughs> doing it. So verbally, but anyway.
1: If he was actually yelling them out loud, nine,
0: seven. <laughs> what was that last one? I didn't catch that last one. Yeah, uh, but he calls the number back, and it is—it's Carla. Carla, so like, which oh,
1: I, I was like, Carla's we... in on it. So we think. I assumed. I assumed too. But I was like, oh man, I was a little bit bummed out. A little bit,
0: yeah. Although, uh, quite honestly, I was like, oh, that's a nice switch, though.
1: It is. Yeah, no, it would have been a good. Twist, but, it but was a, uh, it was a yeah, it's,
0: it's Carline, he's a little horrified,
1: yeah. So, I like how he kind of sneaks off and he tricks a postman into giving him the uh, the address of that delivery to yes, the phone number, yep. Um, I think he, I forget the, the like when he's leaving, he says something about Trevor's being put out, a little, a little more humor in there,
0: yeah, a little bit, yeah, and uh, uh so. Um,
1: so he 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 goes there and he gets out of the, he goes in the building. And we see Fort Doctor Forrester outside looking. And he sees him like oh, like he yeah. sees him going to the building. So that was just something else, a little because you don't really see Forrester much. He's not in there until that. He was in the séance at the start, right? And you don't see him again until this
0: point in the movie. No, I mean you know about him from the book. You know about him from them talking about him, but, but yeah, uh, but yeah, okay. You'll actually see him, yeah. Um, so yeah, so he goes, he goes in and he goes to the room of the delivery Yep. and opens it up and it is, it's Willie, wow. Willie. So now I assume both of them, the brother and sister, as I thought at the very beginning of the movie are both Nazis. Um, but not so fast. Yeah. Because at first, like Billy is still very friendly. Still seems to be the good guy. Yeah. But
1: as soon as he takes something, he uncovers the box that has the name of the tailor, which has Travis name on it, and there's a gun next to it, and you're like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. And, it, and he kind of, we wishes that he had just kind of stayed away and moved on. Yeah. I think he, he didn't want, well, he didn't want to kill him. Right. Obviously, you yeah. Know, uh, he was just kind of hoping he would bumble his way away. He did not. Nope so yeah so he's so he's there and the um carla is there as well yeah and at
1: first she's she's like surprised but she she acts in a way where you think she would would be in on the whole thing right
0: i kind of got the vibe because to... she says like like you shouldn't have come here and i kind of took that as she's a nazi but she does like him right like I kind of got the she's bad, but still was attracted to him.
1: But at the same time, and I was thinking, like, why would she have been let in the room where the bomb went off too?
0: Yeah, I I thought about that. It was a I lot did, to lot to take was, in. But then I'm like, but they're Nazis. I don't think they would have been above sacrificing someone for the greater good. Very true. <laughs> you know, their greater good to be clear, and not mine. Right. But um, so so that's clear so of course, personally what so it turns out that carla uh is really essentially being held prisoner by her brother at this point yeah yeah uh, so and, she's and,
1: you find out she's truly
0: yeah, unaware yeah, and, of
1: anything right. bad
0: and that and that he is sold out to the nazis yes um but it's a great great good fight scene uh yeah, it happens is. It's here. A, lot of, a lot of slapping around guns going flying yep uh, I enjoyed the fight scene quite a bit, actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I love the the lights go out and well, Willie makes not, a run for it. Well,
1: before that though, uh, no, there is a second where uh, oh. S- Stephen gets the gun, and then yes. he gets he, he makes Willie take the coat off, and he finds out he can feel where the film is hidden in there. Yes, and I think sure. there's a, a brief second where like Stephen looks to wear something, and Stephen socks him and gets the gun back, and that's when the lights go out. Because he, the light... well, oh, Carly, no, no, Carly gets Carly. the gun. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. but but well, he does sucker punch Steven
0: Yes, and yeah. he tries to take off. Yeah, and he's and and he'd be like, you wouldn't shoot your own brother. And then I, I love that. And he leaves, and the door closes. Yeah. And he the lights go off. You hear a gunshot, a you know, thump. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, she she shot him through the door. Yeah. Um, she I thought it was great. So I guess in the in the book, uh, he commits suicide. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I, I
1: actually read about the part. Is it, is it a subway like yeah. a room or something, and he, he knows he has no way out?
0: Yeah, so he commits yeah. suicide, which is, I can see why they probably didn't do that in 1944 at the movies, but yeah. Uh, but yeah it, times,
1: seems, times were already dark enough.
0: Yeah, it was very satisfying, though. I mean, the book's not that much older than the movie, but I think the book's like 39 or something. Oh. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty fresh. Yeah. The time. So, yeah, so... Uh, now, where are we at? We're almost at the end. Yeah, this is when uh, Dr. Forrester and the, the Nazi
1: agents are coming up. And so they have to, uh, Stephen and Carla, head to the roof. That's the only, only way they can get out.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm going to say it before it even gets here. Yeah. I liked this movie a lot. Like, I enjoyed the whole movie. Yeah. It has the most abrupt, unsatisfactory ending of a movie in, <laughs> in a very long time yeah i agree so so there's a shootout happening yes around the roof tense. stevens has a gun he's shooting there everyone's kind of in silhouette in the doorway i actually like that up, because they, they, the roof.
1: they kill the lights because one of their guys gets shot and then when they shoot you just see the flash and you can see the guys in the stairway
0: yeah it's a great shot yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and you can't quite make out who it is and i really like that yeah um and they're shooting and and at one point I thought to myself, oh, God, is this gun going to shoot forever? And then he actually asks for more ammo. Yes. So good call. Like, yes. Thank you, Fritz Lang. You actually Logic. thought of that. <laughs> um, so they're shooting, and then you just start seeing them all getting shot in the hallway from behind. Yeah. And it's the inspector. Yep. If, this is... How would you know? It is caught so quickly. I actually had to rewind it (laughs) to see who it was. It is it's
1: very abrupt.
0: It's just the inspector comes up, shoots them all, and then it's cut to they're on the road.
1: Happy, happy driving. Getting married. Talking about getting married. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I can't wait to do this and that and have a cake. And he's like, Cake. Cake. And then Yeah. He could have at least like thrown up and then the car would have driven off the road.
0: I mean, there's no tidying up of anything. No. There's, there's no explanations. An... There's no, it's just dead wedding.
1: Yes, not even like, congratulations on helping us crack this case, Stephen.
0: Nothing. Yes. Nothing.
1: Prentice is like, we were wrong and you were right, sorry.
0: How, how did Willie get mixed up in all of this? I would like to have known that.
1: Maybe, maybe you assume that he did not uh, escape. Maybe he, it was the plan he was posing as, in that role. It's like he was, like he was allowed out of Austria to conduct deals in London.
0: Maybe we'll never know because and part
1: of the maybe part of the deal was like let my sister out too. Though she doesn't know anything, but like you know.
0: Here's the thing, though. Much like this episode that we're recording right now, this is not a short thing. This movie went along for a very long time. It's like an hour and forty-five minutes long. Mine was uh, mine was an hour and a half. Oh, uh, is it? It's so. not short. But yeah,
1: it's it, yeah its for a 1940s movie
0: yeah they, not... they could have flushed it out for another 5-10 oh, minutes I
1: got eighty seven minutes
0: oh, wow. no, definitely. They, yeah I yeah. don't know it's so abrupt to such a good movie and the movie has I never felt like any scene was cut off too short or even went on too long. I thought they were it was all great yeah. yeah and even that ending i I'm fine with what happens. It's just dead or, over. Yeah, it's like the, this huge build up? What's gonna happen, and then, and then it's over. Yeah,
1: you want you want some uh, what are they Very called? Very unful- unfulfilling. What's, I want a closure. The, yeah, but there's another term too. When they, I know in some movies when it's over, they have like stills of them and like so and so went on to do this and that.
0: Dude, would have been perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like the end of Animal House. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, I mean anything. Yeah. I wanted like a post-credit scene like they do now. You know, I wanted something. Yeah uh but yeah uh, you know that's what it, it is It is what it is yeah that so ministry of fear yes uh we yeah said... so this is one so you picked this movie because why
1: uh i actually I, I like the title a lot actually i've had it on my t- to watch list for a long time and i know when i was co- actually compiling like what i wanted to suggest for any episodes i was like i looked into this one more and it just sounded really interesting because it was it wasn't the, uh, you know, it's considered film noir and being a Fritz Lang movie is a big plus, but it was uh, different. It, it it took place in London. It took place during World War II. So you have that as the backdrop. It's a different setting. You have, you know, the Nazi business happening. It wasn't, right. it, it, you know, not that I, I definitely don't mind when it's, you know, a gumshoe or, you know, a, a bad cop or that kind of thing. You still have, you know, a guy getting mixed up in something that he never planned on. Yeah, but it seemed it was just a different approach to me uh, it sounded interesting I think really having the, the World War II setting to it so that was like really caught my attention and what made it, you wanna, it was to do very
0: it. Hitchcockian
1: yep um, it was based on the novel the same the same name too by the way which is a I, it says it's a 1943
0: novel okay wow so only a year before yeah like Graham um, Greene Graham Greene also did um Ah, fuck! He did another uh, movie that I think became a Hitchcock movie, if I remember. Oh yeah, I thought so. Uh, shit, I don't remember now. There was something, there was something big. I'm I'm looking it up for everyone who's bored right <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> shit, oh, i just edit this part. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I can't remember it. Um, yeah. Fuck, I can't see it. Anyways, whatever. Um hey, he wrote the third man. Oh, that that must have been what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, third man. Yeah. Um But um the only other question I had in this movie, and it actually gets mentioned, and I was like, What? When well, they ask Ray Malan's character where he's from and he says London, and I'm like, motherfucker, you've got no accent. What is happening here?
1: Uh, he had a bit of an accent that I saw. He's actually I think he's
0: he is from Great Britain. He sounded like an American to me.
1: Oh I, I caught I didn't get a super strong accent, but he says, he's, an accent? He's, he's, he says he's a Welsh actor.
0: Oh, I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah, he's born in born in Wales. Hmm. In your in your face. Yeah, up my up my nose with the rubber hose as the kid would have said. Yeah.
1: We're we gonna rate this now.
0: Yeah, Did let's rate mean? it. Okay, uh, I
1: like, like you. I liked it a lot. I liked uh, a lot of the the shadow use in this movie. Sure. I um, yeah, thought it was very well shot. I actually enjoyed it. Pretty much everyone uh, from an acting standpoint. Uh, but I wasn't really thinking about it until you said it. Now the end, how it is abrupt. I just, I guess, I've been watching a lot more <laughs> old movies, so I'm getting used to these very abrupt endings when the climax yeah. has happened. But uh, I give this, uh, I'm going to give this eight Nazi cakes. That's my rating this time around.
0: Wow, it's very high, yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'd watch it again. So so same. I mean, I, I again, it was a movie that I'd heard the title of. I knew nothing about it. Um, I don't think I ever realized it was a Fritz Lang movie. Um, so you recommended it, and I looked at it and went, okay. You know, the, it'll be fine. You didn't um, have a choice. No, meaning it'll be okay. And it yeah. was, I wasn't not looking forward to it, to watching it. You know, sometimes you get a movie and you're kind of like, I don't want to watch this thing. Yeah. But um, it happens more in Black and White Fright sometimes. But um, of <laughs> them, I'm looking at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brain eaters. But um, I loved this movie. It totally had my attention, the whole movie. Yeah, uh, yeah de- definitely good. Uh, I give this eight willies out of ten. Eight willies? That yeah. That was
1: just a... Uh... Does it matter which Willie is it? Is it Friendly Willie, Charming Willie, or is this a... Uh...
0: Oh, I would say Charming Willie. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, eight Charming Willies out of ten. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Uh, sure. Yeah, no, re- highly recommended. Uh, it, it, it's film noir, but it falls more into like maybe like the spy film. Yeah. Um, of, of the spy films that would have come out at the time. Um, but it's also, you know, you have kind of an everyman um, character in they're trying to solve a mystery. Just the mystery happens to revolve around Nazis because it's 1944. Yes. Um, I, I kind of like that. It was, uh, as far as a plot, it was definitely kind of unique.
1: Yes. And since we're talking about this particular type of stuff, I I know I've brought it up again. I forget which other podcast it was, but uh, last year I read a book called Blitzed Drugs in the Third Reich. Hmm. So if, if you're, it, it's it's not, it's it's all supposedly fact-based so mm. if you ever want to check out uh, an interesting book about what Blitz. kinds of yeah it's uh by norman oler o h l e r it's about the shitloads of a lot of meta infinity but all kinds of drugs that the uh all the nazis were taking
0: oh well, I mean, fun let's
1: hop all the way down that's part of the reason why the blitzkrieg was supposedly was able to take place because they were all on speed basically just keep oh. going
0: Part. Well, it didn't work out for them in the end. Luckily. Yes. But... Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. Right, so re- your, uh, what you pick for next time. So next time, uh, we're going to do uh, a movie I hold in very high regard that I haven't watched in a long time, and I'm hoping you've never seen it. Uh, very and... likely. <laughs> well, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Uh, it is called Touch of Evil. I haven't. Um, So Touch of Evil is from the 1950s. I want to say maybe like 55, 56, something like that. Uh, It is Orson Welles uh, directed it. Uh, Orson Welles is one of my all-time favorite actors and directors. Um, So Orson Welles directed it and is in it. Uh, It also has uh, Janet Leigh, pre-psycho Janet Leigh. And it has Charlton Heston, who I thought was a horrible human being, was an okay (laughs) actor, and he's good in this movie. This movie is is you're gonna find out that I do love it, mm-hmm. a lot. It's a great movie. He has the most outrageous accent. All right. Throughout this, he, he plays a Mexican. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Sounds about right for the time.
0: Um, but yes, it, and this is really at the very end of what you would consider um, the kind of like the last period of film noir.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it does say it's one of the last uh, examples yeah. of film noir and the genre's classic period.
0: Yeah. Um, so when was it, 55? 58. 58, okay. Um, but we're we're watching it, because I, I, I haven't seen it in a while, uh, many years. This is a while. And um, and I really wanted to see an Orson Welles movie, so. All right. Cool. Touch of Evil, coming up in two weeks.
1: Sounds good to me. Cool. All right then. Well, until next time. Yes, uh, thank
0: uh, whoever made it this far. Congratulations, you have uh, won a free ticket to the candy factory. Thanks yes. for tuning in so long.
1: So yeah, uh, go bake a bake a cake with some some real eggs and. <laughs>
0: I've heard it's very light. Very light. light and
1: hide some uh, hide some film in there. Some film negatives.
0: That's right. But thanks for tuning in. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guns. Games! Cigarettes!